Hey, besties. This is That's Just My Opinion with your host, Marlene. Let's get started. Hey, besties. Welcome to another episode. Um, In this episode, we do have another guest, but we don't have just one. We actually have two this time. And I'm actually very excited. And I know I say this all the time. I always say that I'm super excited about the guests that I have on, but it's because I am genuinely excited about talking to these people. Um, I have Bryce and Kenzie on. And let me tell you a little bit about how or where I found them. So Bryce and Kenzie actually have BK Shop on Instagram. And I do believe TikTok as well. And this episode is actually more towards dogs and more towards dogs lives and being healthy and something that I feel is so controversial right now which is raw feeding versus like kibble fed dogs which is something we I was at least raised with the idea that dogs need to be eating kibble right so uh Bryce and Kenzie thank you so much for being on you guys can go ahead and and say a little bit about yourself yeah thank you Marlene we are very excited to be here Uh, you want to tell them I guess probably how we start well let's tell them how we met first and a little bit about us personally um so we met at the University of Wyoming doing a social media internship (laughs) for the athletics department and um I mean we were just friends just liked enjoy enjoyed working together and then we I think we started dating May of 2017 yeah and then um, got engaged November 2019. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't remember. And then married um, this uh, June of 2020. Mm-hmm. We had a COVID wedding. So ever since like the first year we've been together, we knew that we wanted to work for ourselves and be together all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it might be like kind of corny or annoying to some people, but like <laughs> we love to work together. We love to like be together all the time. It's just, we're just best friends. Yeah, and everything, everything we've, built, we've built together. So it's, yeah, it's so, pretty yeah, special. We've just been pursuing a way to just get to live the life we want to live. And it's really crazy. It's been, what, three, four, five years? Together? Since we've been, like, trying to. Oh, yeah. I mean, January, I think, 2018, so four years mm-hmm. that we've been trying to do this. But um, we have three dogs ourselves. We have two mini Aussies and a great Dane mix. Um, He's our newest puppy. And we recently switched to raw feeding like four or five months ago. So even, even we have not been on this journey very long. So, Mm -hmm. but you like, so Bryce never grew up with pets, not one. And our four year old dog is my first pet ever. And I grew up in a home where like, you don't get one pet, you get two. So they have a friend. (laughs) So they're not alone. So very, very, very different. And then we got Harper, our first, and Bryce just like fell in love, Mm -hmm. like so in love with the training aspect and just like the relationship. I mean, think about like our first pets, you know, they're always like so special to us. And I think it's neat that he was older because he really got to be like more in control of, not like trying to control the pet, but just more in control of how he like can function as an adult, like taking care of something. Like, not just a kid where you're the parent takes care yeah, of it. Where they're like, of. Okay, yeah. It's time to feed the dog. Like it's, you're the one that takes care of it and does it. So, um, ever since we got her in like 2018, mm-hmm. 
you have been interested in raw feeding. Yeah, I, I remember asking, I remember taking Harper in. It was probably the like, time we took her into the emergency vet because we thought she was, something was wrong. And I asked the vet about raw feeding and they were like, oh no, we would never recommend raw feeding. So after that, I was kind of like, okay. Okay. Just didn't really think about it until probably six months ago, give or take. You know what's yeah. funny about that? Um, I used to work at a vet clinic, but in Mexico. So I used to work at a vet clinic mm -hmm. whenever I was around 18 or 19. So this was a couple of years ago. I'm 25 now. So this was like probably like six or seven years ago. And I started working just as a job that it was like, I've, I've said it a couple of times on like the podcast. I was just like, Ugh, I'm so bored. I guess I'm going to just apply at this vet clinic. That's like two blocks away from my house. Right. So I applied, I started working and everyone like the vet that was there, he was always like, oh yeah, like this kibble, this kibble, this kibble and this kibble. Right. But he was always a little bit more interested in like a more healthy way of like, oh, well I eat carrots. Like I'm going to mm -hmm. give my dog carrots too. And like, mm -hmm. he was always shat on for it. Like always, 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 yeah. always. And then whenever... I started going into these like dog training like seminars because I had like you I had a dog at an older age and I was like I really want this dog to be like trained and to be healthy and for her to live her life and for her you know like not mm -hmm. only just in the backyard or just like at mm -hmm. my home yeah. like I wanted her to be able to go places with me right mm -hmm. and the trainer he was like a canine like police dog and like search dogs kind of trainer right and he mentioned to us at the seminar because it was like a three-day seminar he mentioned that a really big part of the way your dog interacts with you or like their personality has to do with the way you feed them so then he mentioned how he fed raw to his dogs but I mean I don't remember exactly what he fed but he was like this percentage, this, this percentage, bone, this percentage, blah, blah, blah. My base mm -hmm. is this and this. And that's the first time I ever heard of it. And I was like 20 at the time. And I was like, no, I was probably like 19. And I was like, wow, that's so cool. But yeah. I never did it. And I remember, I remember trying, but my dog was kind of like. It seems so exotic. What is this? You yeah. Know? Like well, the first time he brought it up, I was like, get real yeah like we you're not gonna feed kibble never do that <laughs> like oh yes 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 and i that was the first time i tried it and i definitely gave up because i was like i have no information about this i have no idea what i'm doing no i'm just not gonna do it right now so that was the first time i brought it up but whenever i did start it in i don't know 2018 probably um i still had the same dog her name is brandy she's a labrador and then my sister had her dog that his name is Diker and he's like an American bully husky mix, right? And I joined this Facebook group that's called like Raw Feeding with Dr. Roxanne or something like that. And she has a ton of articles like published and like she, it has like 5,000 or like 10,000 like people in the group. And if you have any questions, she will literally take the time to like go into it and like send you articles and be like, I would recommend the, so wow. that's where I got my security to be like, okay, I'm going to do this. But I, I, I would do it from scratch. And I remember that after that, my dogs did behave differently. 
like not in a not in a bad way but they just felt like i could see them and they seem so much happier mm-hmm. and then whenever oh, I, yeah. I i see it like in like myself or like in my roommate that she's like vegan vegetarian kind of like always trying to take care of her diet your personality changes versus like you always eating like fast food and you always eating you know so it's, we literally did that exact like exact thing Mm -hmm. with like taking care of we were like why are we spending all of this time and money and energy on our dog's diet when we literally eat out like every single meal and i think the reason that you don't feel as good when you're eating out is because you're mainly doing it for convenience you're doing it because you have so much going on and you can't take the time to prepare a meal but or the kitchen's a mess yeah feeding them you know? <laughs> but when you do take that time <laughs> to prepare the meal it's it's you know it's a very intimate experience even with mm-hmm. the dogs now it's we feel like we were able to bond with them through preparing every one of their meals yeah our puppy Thanks, our newest one, he like only cries, like happy cries for two things in the world. When we're almost to the park, so he can get out, and like when Bryce is making his food, like he's silent the rest of the time. Silent. <laughs> Does not but like Yeah. Like, of course, of course. Yes. And I, I don't I mean, I don't think he ever did that with Kibble that no, I can he was remember. Excited about it. Yeah. But, but not like that. No, not at all. I think a lot of like so I'm also very much um like energy kind of like you know spiritual more yes yes okay, yes, okay. yes yes welcome so, come on, <laughs> on so honestly the energy that like whenever you make because i remember whenever i used to make food for my dogs i was always so like oh my god this is so exciting like my dogs are really gonna eat all of this and like mm-hmm. that's how they would feel whenever they were eating it and it was just like i'm happy putting happy energy into making this food or like whenever a loved one makes a meal for you, whenever your mom makes a meal for you, whenever yes. your dad, your grandmother, your, you know, like the love that they put into the food. And that's why it's always like, Oh my God, this tastes so good. What's in it. And you're like, love, like literally like <laughs> it's the energy love. being transferred into the meal. And then that's why you feel better when you eat better and your dogs feel better when they eat better too. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. 100% agree. Could not agree more with that. How did you guys start? So you said that Bryce kind of had the idea, but what was like the final push for you guys to be like, okay, I'm doing it. Um, I remember there being something with like Purina, uh, not like a recall or anything, but something that I had realized. One of the first things that when I started to do research on this that I found was the, um, the high heat processing of kibble. And so like you, if you go to our comments right now, you'll find so many that. people. Yeah, right? they'll, yeah. There, there's so many people asking, you know, what, what's a good recommendation for kibble? And it's like there kind of isn't one because if it's kibble, it's high heat process. It's been extruded and that the high heat processing is where you get those unwanted byproducts. But one that thing part. that's like extremely important to us is uh, – the accessibility yeah. of it because we know not everybody like we were just able to start feeding our dogs raw and we, like we paid 190 dollars for a custom raw feeding guide mm-hmm. that, and like we a thousand percent acknowledge our privilege and like our like how lucky we are to be able to do that but that's kind of why we're doing what we're doing is because we have found this time and space and like ability to research these things and like connect the dots that shouldn't be so hard to connect. So basically just like empowering pet parents and like 
just letting them know like it, it doesn't have to be these like all-star bully blends like just adding carrots like mm-hmm. just literally carrots small little things that every day like you know will make a difference in the long run exactly. yes. well we don't want to like have any like mass hysteria either because like when he started making these like connections about mm. like kibble and things like that we kind of freaked out a little and we yeah. were like um our dogs are gonna die no we and it, it was very it was very much like uh we can't believe this information is out there and like all literally what i was doing for a lot of it was reading from the hill science website from the purina website and then reading articles are certain foods inflammatory and it's like you know people like hills they created their food to help with liver liver failure and they had a recall in 2019 that reportedly killed hundreds of dogs due to excess vitamin D and caused liver failure. But not even or actual, kidney failure, one of the not two. Even actual vitamin D synthetic. Yeah, the synthetic like sprayed onto the kibble. Yeah. <laughs> the oh, disappointment man. I get. <laughs> have it, you guys uh, It was a big realization. <laughs> have you guys ever seen the movie Dog Fooled? No. We like <gasps> we can't even watch like n- like Natural Geographic of wolves like taking down a buffalo. Like, I don't. We- I've, we've touched on this, but I don't think a lot of people realize the extent to which we're terrified to lose our dogs. Like we have full breakdowns where we're sobbing just at the thought of it. Like we dedicated our entire lives to this <laughs> because of our fear. A little selfish, but like if we're able to make a living like learning how to enrich and extend our pets lives we might as well share the information yeah and like exactly get it out there too so because the... continue continue oh, continue okay. sorry oh there's just like we like if you have pets and you like are bonded with them you get it which obviously you do but like there are health benefits to having like there are studies that people live longer they're healthier like all of these things with pets like it's can be a very mutually like beneficial relationship have you guys i don't know if you guys are oh, like if you watch it or not but have, have you guys seen like the show euphoria okay yes. so i saw i saw this tweet and it is so funny because i always mention it i saw this tweet that said in both seasons of euphoria i've never seen a dog that's probably why everyone's so depressed yes I th- literally <laughs> i think so the american heart association did so funny this may not be the exact statistic but it was like Something like 24% decrease in all-cause mortality for people with pets. So, like, they're basically saying you have 25% chance, 25% less likely of a chance. I don't know how to say that. To be depressed. To die yes, 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 When yes, you yes. have a pet. Yeah. So, it's wild. And, like, that's not even adding in the, like, exercise you also get when you mm-hmm. take your dogs out and blah, 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 things like that. So... The only but thing yeah. about that is that I feel like a lot of people also do not realize the responsibility that it is to have a pet because it's it, not it, a joke. It's not cute. It's not an aesthetic. Yeah. It's not for Instagram, like caring for, for another living being. Yeah. It's terrifying. Well, and I think that's why a lot of people have this preconceived notion about how much food for dogs should cost. When we tell people we spend $450 a month, they're like, they're in you know they're gasping they can't that was me that was that was literally me whenever i saw that you guys posted that yeah and it's like Mm -hmm. well the the 
kibble price is not like some standard universal measurement. You know, it's people that made dog food as cheap as they could. Repackaged meals for humans is probably also less expensive yeah. than a fully fresh diet yeah. for a human. It's, you know, so. something that is shelf stable like that is well, definitely going to be cheaper. Kibble was literally only created out of convenience to humans. Mm-hmm. Not because so, it was actually better or because it was healthier, actually balanced. So actually, um, to add on to that, because yes, in that movie that I mentioned, like Dog Fooled, mm. at the beginning, they started talking about how during the war, right, they needed all the aluminum, like, cans that they could get for, like, bullets and, like, stuff like that, right? Interesting. And that's where it used to be stored that's where like dog food used to be stored because it was like you couldn't put it in a bag so the way they made it more convenient for (coughs) the government it was because they started drying it right and that way they could store it in bags yep Absolutely. Right? Like yeah. Kenzie is like literally, completely like mind blown right now. Like just literally the story of how Hill started. There was a guy, there was a blind man who had a seeing eye dog. It had, um, I think it's kidney failure, but it's kidney or liver. I can never remember. And he, he, with the help of a doctor and his wife, they developed a recipe at home, meaning a recipe in the kitchen made with fresh foods that helped this disease. And that's how Hill started. But then they took this fresh diet that worked and processed the living, you know what, out Hell of out it. Of it yeah. until you, you, it can was curse you can curse here. You can curse. It's a free environment. Yeah. Oh, and, and, yeah. and like, you know, they claim it's nutritionally balanced. And we always say balance does not equal nutritious. Yes. You know, so. Yes. I love how passionate yeah. you guys are about this. I definitely did not mean to piss anyone off. No, no, but- you did not. <laughs> we just get fired up. No, it's it's so funny. It. It's so funny because I... And I was going to mention this whenever you said um, that you went to the vet and like they were like, oh, no, I would never recommend raw feeding your your dog or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I because I started in a, in a vet clinic, <laughs> I had an interview not too long ago, probably like a week or two ago to be a vet assistant in a in a clinic here in San Antonio. Right. Mm-hmm. And this girl just asked me because we were talking about something completely different but as you guys can tell like I we just always go completely off track and I start we started having a conversation about something and she mentioned okay how do you feel about raw feeding and I was like I know that like you know how you just kind of see yourself like and this is when I already knew I was not gonna get the job like (laughs) right right like I was just like I feel, and I told her, I feel that if people were to do their research and people were to do it correctly and to their budget and, you know, are okay with the consequences that it might have if you don't do it correctly, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't think it's a bad thing. Always being very careful with my words because, you know, I wasn't trying to start anything there. Of course. And she was like, disappointed, like disappointed. She was like. no because I I mean and she works out of a clinic like she's like I know where she comes from like she obviously sees these cases because she works there and she's like "Uh uh-uh salmonella is a really good is a really like real thing and like 
E. coli and like. So are Clorox wipes <laughs> and seventh generation cleaning spray. <laughs> okay. So have you guys, obviously you guys have heard of it before and like, what do you guys think is kind of like the reason behind or why is it that you guys aren't afraid of it? Or if you are afraid of, you know, having that type of reaction from your dogs. It's definitely something that's on our minds. So when we feed our dogs, they get, uh, they get a new bowl for every single meal. They eat two bowls uh, or they get two bowls a day and we clean clean yeah we clean and disinfect all of our surfaces on the counter where we prepared the feet the meal and then they eat in the kitchen so it's all contained in one area once they're done bowls go in the dishwasher and everything gets sanitized and then you know we let our dogs kiss us and lick our faces and stuff but we try to wait a good four or five hours just to so they clear off any of that leftover food but i think that there to me there are so many cultures that already eat raw food and do it in a way that's completely safe so it just seems a little bit like one of those westernized hysterias um but there definitely is evidence of of people or dogs being infected with salmonella however dogs and cats both have bacteria and a a digestive tract that's much more equipped to deal with salmonella so the risk is there for us and we don't feel like it's so much there for them. And so if we prepare it in a way that's safe for us, we feel like it's totally safe. Well, and like we weighed it. We didn't wait to get pets. Like we got our dogs and then we were feeding them kibble for a while. But like we are not going to get another pet until we can like financially, emotionally, spiritually, like spatially have like everything set for that. So like we really want a cat, but we're not going to settle and get a cat and just buy it some like kibble from Safeway. Like we're not going to, like we're not going to get a cat until we can give it the life that like our other three pets are having. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's also important to add that we, the food that we feed is from raw dog food and company and it's, you know, it's ethically sourced. It's, uh, all of the buzzwords that, you know, that high quality, um, Mm -hmm. beef. And so, if we buy any meat from like the grocery store, we do cook that. We don't recommend feeding just grocery store meat. Just because the only reason we cook it is because we only do that when we're like in a bind and mm-hmm. they suggest you probably know this. They suggest that you freeze for up to three weeks yes. if it's from like a grocery store. Yeah. Just to like cut the risk of any pathogens. pathogens. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. All, all, all sure of the what above, all of the above. I feel a lot of people don't know that. Like at the end of the day accidents happen and you know Mm -hmm. stuff goes down and you can't really control every single aspect right yeah but you do try your best to you know try to make sure that doesn't happen also Mm -hmm. yes so whenever I used to feed my dogs I would get actually buy it from the grocery store I would buy like chicken beef pork blah 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 blah, but I would freeze it Mm -hmm. for you know x amount of days weeks or whatever Mm -hmm. and then at the time I also had access to venison like oh yeah like like venison that was you know during season and like stuff like that so with that they also recommend always to freeze it two or three weeks preferably three weeks to be able to kill any you know bacteria that isn't Mm -hmm. supposed to be in there or pathogens like you said but just because you don't know what these animals are eating they're wild animals right like they're actually like hunting them out like yeah. you know sure. and in yeah. texas it's it's so common so 
that's what I would do. Like, that's what we would do. And I feel like it definitely had a different relationship of like my dogs and I, because a lot of people worry about how, you know, bone will, you know, get stuck and stuff like that. And I know you guys do mostly like grinded bone, right? Like, because it's already like in the, okay. So I used to give them like chicken legs like that. And that's good. That's good. Yeah. They, I kid you not, Brandy right now, she's going to be nine in March. She's going to turn nine. Every single vet that has ever seen her is surprised by the way of how clean her teeth are. Yes. And I, she has never, and I'm, I'm not saying this in a way like to brag because <laughs> she definitely should be getting a cleaning, but um, she's never had a cleaning before. And it's all because they, you know, chew on bones or like the antlers or like all of these different things and also i try to not give many like super frozen things because then you know the calcium like in their teeth also is a little bit weaker and like stuff like that so it's it's i i see the difference in it you know like people are like well they don't really understand until they see the difference in how your dogs act and how your dogs you know, their fur is different and like oh, yeah. they don't poop yeah, as much. Dry. Yes. They, like, they don't drink as much water. Like, oh, they drink so much less water. And people think it's so normal. Like people are like, oh, it's because I have a golden retriever. Or I have a lab and they're just always drinking water. And I was like, no, it's because the food you give them is 60 percent less moisture than the natural. I food. was like. Bitch, your dog's dehydrated. That's that's yeah, what's happening they, here. Like, their food has been high heat processed to remove any moisture multiple times. Exactly. Or, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it it all has an answer to it. And my yeah. breaking point was that movie, like Petfold. Like I saw it and I felt exactly like you. I was just like, what can I feed my dogs now? I'm like, what the yes. fuck? Like, and they mention Hills and they mention Purina and they mention yeah. all of these big, big, called? big pet fold. It's called pet fold, pet fold or dog fold, okay. pet fold. It's and it's interesting. It, you know, what we really try to preface to is we vets are not bad in no way, shape or form. Are we saying vets are bad? Well, or like discrediting the yes. years of, and like, time and money they put into their profession and so like our best guess is that we don't think they're getting kickbacks i do have a theory on that remind me to get to it in here in a minute but i just think that because of the donations and funding that these big companies give to vet schools i think that's where their influence comes from i don't think you know there's not people coming in saying feed only hills but they're saying like hey, here's some research that we did as Hill Science mm-hmm. that shows that our pet food is great for this. And Brother. we don't need to look at anything else. Brother, so. you guys need to watch that movie. Literally, they touch we base will. on this. And so yes. one of the biggest stars in the movie is Dr. Karen Becker. Mm. Yep. So she's huge, like, in the movie. And she talks about, like, how she started and why she feeds Darwin's and, like, raw and like stuff like that and they start talking about that i'm not gonna lie i don't praise the movie as much as i used to because i can definitely see how like biased it is and there's also a lot of like brands like raw dog like raw feeding dog brands mentioned but i do think that it's like the tip of of the iceberg you know like Mm -hmm. it's 
mentioning all of these different things that are now making people question like like why did I start feeding my dog kibble like in what world was that a better option but convenience I, I think the biggest question we need to ask is why are vets one of the only health and wellness professionals advocating for a fully processed diet not only a fully processed diet but oftentimes the same diet from birth to death yeah. when we know so much about gut biome and biome diver or gut biome diversity and how beneficial that is it just i just don't understand how people can think that that's normal you know that that's but being like, recommended you don't, you don't know what you don't know absolutely and more so, like, so once you learn this information yeah, yeah. yeah. once this you is... hear this and stuff it's you need to start being like, why is it processed versus fresh? Well, and see, I was not like complacent, but before meeting Bryce, like I just didn't ask a lot of questions. I just was very like, oh, I'll go with the flow. Like I will do what everybody says. So I never asked why a lot. So I never wondered these things. But since being with him, I'm like, no, wait, why? But why? Mm-hmm. When? How? Like actually feeling like confident enough so in no way like are you a bad pet parent if you like don't know this stuff and we were feeding kibble five months ago there's a reason like everybody feeds kibble it's because like they push it i mean you know how many vets recommend kibble and and if you're a new pet parent you're like what other resource do i have for information on my pet other than my vet on rachel ray yeah if we're talking poison, oh my god! I, I have a better one for you. Whenever I first got my Brandy, my puppy, she's she's been with me for nine years. She used to eat pedigree, yeah. right? Right, the yeah. side, the side, just like the. And it's like, and it's like you see these dogs of bag food. They have all, all these natural looking ingredients on them, and then it's brown little squares. It's like. They're marketing what the meal should be. They're showing you what you should be feeding your dog. Well, I never thought of that. And then they're just claiming that that's what the kibble is. Well, because that is, that's marketing. Like marketing is doing their job. Marketing is doing their job. Like what they're trying to do is have these. And damn, honestly, I really should get sponsored by that movie. But on that fucking movie, they also talk about the way that they make the images on the food bags and how it's just for you, like, and 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 they mention it. He's like, if it says 100% real chicken and human grade and blah, 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 like, I want to feed my dog that. Like, why wouldn't I want to feed my dog that? But then it goes back. And it, honestly, I don't even think it's the vet's fault. I just think it's the misinformation behind everything because it happens in human, like, doctors too. You have yes. doctors, I mean- let, let's be honest about it. I don't know how many years ago doctors were recommending everyone to smoke cigarettes. Yeah, I was literally just thinking that. They it feels like, like in 30 years, that's what feeding kibble is going to feel like. Yes, you know? yes. And the thing is that the dog Crazy. industry is so not regulated because there's mm-hmm. so much money. Like it's a 5 to 10 to $15 billion industry. I mean, it's, it's it, they a have so stupid much influence amount of money. They've, the freaking Hill Science has convinced the FDA to sell their prescription dog food that contains no medicine as a drug they can't be instead prescribed. of a dog food. They can't be prescribed. Like there, it's, oh there's God. no such thing as a prescription. But before we get to, I mean, because I mean, we've been on this ride for a while now, just, you know, <laughs> but what do you guys 
feed your dogs and how did you guys did you guys just like randomly just start buying it to four hundred dollars of like food or how did you start per, like introducing it to your dogs and to your pocket you. oh, okay go ahead Bryce goes into wormholes <laughs> he, like this is the other thing that we have really started to realize the last couple of years no thanks to social media is things take time like you cannot just say oh tomorrow we're going to start raw feeding our dogs like you have to sit down and you have to look up different companies you have to like we live in Laramie, Wyoming. So there are no, like we were, our grocery store is Walmart. Yeah. It's Walmart and Safeway. Like that's all we have here. So we, the first week before we were raw feeding, we went to Colorado, like Fort Collins up all the way up to Denver, like every other day for an entire week trying to find different, like, uh, like duck feed and organs and doing it DIY essentially Mm -hmm. because we wanted to do it as cheap as possible and didn't really even know about, um, like commercial raw, you know, we've heard of spot and tango and the farmer's dog. It's this prepackaged fresh and yeah, but we've never, um, didn't hear of like prepackaged raw dog food. Yeah. So So, the thing is that those brands are expensive. Like for, I have two dogs and for my dogs, I need to spend a, a crazy amount of money with them every week because mm-hmm. they sell it to you by week. So every week wow. I have to spend around like 200, $250 because I have big dogs. I mean, my yeah. smallest dog is 54 pounds. Like, so it's, 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 it's scary. Like, it's mm-hmm. like, I can't afford that. Okay. So now what am I a bad pet parent? So definitely exactly. doing it on your own has, I want to believe less impact on you know, your wallet. It definitely yes. does. I, I mean, I think we could probably do it for half, maybe a little bit more than what we're doing it for now. If we did it DIY mm-hmm. completely from scratch. However, once we figured out that these raw food companies exist, and when we say raw food companies, it's different than like spot and tango and all those ones. It's not like your monthly subscription. It's literally you're buying five pound rolls of raw blends. Like we text when we pull up to the warehouse, yeah. you just text your last name and uh, your order number or mm-hmm. something. And they just like roll it out on these huge carts and you're like, Okay, yeah, <laughs> but it's um, once we realized that they had that, it went from being like kind of a panic trying to figure out what to incorporate, what you know, different meats were safe to like, oh, we have our base covered now, we can just have fun and like find new foods that are healthy for them and see if they like them. Mm-hmm. So, if you have the budget for it, I highly recommend starting with a commercial raw. And I think the one we pay for is $4.50 a pound. So, I mean, we have two, like, and they ship raw dog food and company. Mm-hmm. I think it's well. like $32 flat rate for, you know, up to however much it's a lot though. Um, but we have a two 45 pound Aussies and probably a 60 pound Dane. And I think we spend maybe three fifty four hundred 400 on the actual blend. But also like we are still new enough in this journey. Like we're balling on a budget. We're not on vacation every weekend. No, like, we're not. We live like, in a basement apartment. We live so. in a basement apartment. <laughs> like we have given up a lot so that our dogs can eat this way. And like again, we said that with a lot of privilege. But like, we're not just out here balling. Yeah, and and like we said before, that is literally our entire our entire goal is it's you know why do you go to the grocery store and a salad is seven dollars but you go to mcdonald's and a big mac or not a big mac but a cheeseburger is a dollar we want to people to be able to feed their dogs fresh and 
you know, have these enriching and extending benefits without having to spend $190 on a guy because many people can't afford that. Or without them having to live like this. Exactly. Forever. Like yeah. never getting to go anywhere, never getting to do anything. But at least our dogs are healthy. Like yeah. that's not the move. And that's not yeah. fair. And of course, you know, we do this full time. So we have so much time to research and plan out this stuff. Some people have 15 minutes in the morning before yeah. they got to get to work. Yep. So and a lot, of, yeah, and a lot of people don't really have the time to be able no. to. Well, and to like feed and clean up. And like at first, I cannot do the tripe. That's one of the things we feed our dogs. The blend has the green tripe I in it. Do the tripe. <laughs> so I try to like always make sure the kitchen is clean and ready for him mm-hmm. and the dogs. And then I try to like do the dishes afterwards. And, and for those that don't know, green tripe is the stomach lining of a grazing animal. And because it's the stomach lining, it essentially smells like cow shit. But so. that's not to be confused. You can eat. There's also like human grade. It's ju- yeah, just like processed okay. and cleaned. Got I think it. so it's like fully white. Sure. Whereas ours is very green. Very green. Cool. <laughs> yeah. But um, I like, no. at it. Yeah, it was bad. It's it was rough. Really bad. I was like, God, I have to do three loads of dishes a day and it just never ends. And I like had to use that as a perspective shift to be like, this is my job. I do dishes three times a day right now. And it's better than having to deal with tripe or having to go to work and like have jobs away from each other and stuff. I did did not do well in the workforce, (laughs) but I wanted to touch on your uh, raw bones comment. So we do feed raw bones blended in our, um, in our beef right now. But the reason we do that is mainly for, really convenience for us because we don't have a lot of space and it's kind of harder to clean. We don't want them grabbing the raw bones and putting their paws on well, it. And they're very much like our Aussies, especially yeah. are very like handsy. And, and they'll take something to the couch. And so, yeah, we do the blends right now, but when we move, we're hoping to be able to feed them outside and like, you know, have those more single ingredients. Mm-hmm. And there's like all sorts of tools to help make it easier. Like I don't know if you've seen those silicone mats that you can buy. Like those are things we want to try. Like different types of, of slow feeds are easier to clean than others. So that's our goal is to like figure all of this shit out so we can be like, here you are. <laughs> it's a journey. It's a journey. And I feel like uh, you guys are the trial run and you're just trying to like make other people's life easier and i think that's really cool and that's what definitely called my attention i was like okay they're doing all of these you know dog smoothies and uh, like little cool paw treats and honestly i had always been one of those people that it's like no avocado is actually really bad for your dog and you guys feed avocado to your dogs yeah yeah depending on who you talk to we're either like a good a really good resource like to you we're like this glimmer of hope but so some people were like literally like they think we're trying to hurt pets essentially and we're like no 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 there's there's a new study like the the people that say it's bad are referencing this one study from 96 that's been disproven it's but we're not like we're also not afraid to be like oh garlic yeah we were wrong like yeah. we're not afraid to do like oh, i mean we we have always said and thought avocados and garlic were both toxic to dogs yeah you know? yeah so like you like said hydrogen peroxide ready yeah we're like open up how much do you think he got and they're like well, it's great it's good yeah, for us whatever so not, we have like no hidden agenda other than like we literally cannot handle the thought of anything happening to our dogs yep and i so feel like well. it's it's like parents i mean 
people that have kids and I take you guys don't have any, <laughs> your kids oh, yeah. are your dogs. <laughs> um, people that have kids have those type of moments where it's like, I never thought about this before until it happened to my kid or until I was there and close to my kid falling off of the edge of whatever. Yeah. And, you know, it happens a lot with, you know, parents that have kids that are, you know, six and they it's sick and they try to look for alternative treatments and they go more mm -hmm. into like holistic medicine. And then also yeah. I just feel like we are so wired to think a certain type of way that a lot of the people that are still wired take it as you're a threat. Yes. Not only. Yes. And, and now that social media is a thing, anyone has access yep. to you. And that's yep. in a way <sighs> scary, but then also you can inspire so many other lives. I mean, we're like across the country and I was yeah. like, Oh yeah, Bryson can see, you know, let's talk. And so <laughs> I, I think there's, there's a good and a bad to everything. Mm -hmm. And we, you know, with the whole feeling shame or like feeling like you're being attacked for us saying that, you know, you should be doing it this way instead of this way. Like we said, we started feeding Rachel Ray nutrish. It doesn't get much worse than that. So like we came from very novice beginner pet parents doing what we shouldn't have been and now have the ability to have this information. So there's never any shame everyone is doing the best that they can in the moment. And like you said, you just, you don't know what you don't know until somebody tells you. And you so. have to just be open to learning and like being corrected mm -hmm. and knowing that it's not like a personal attack at all. And like, not like spiraling either being mm -hmm. like, Oh my God, I feed kibble and I'm such a bad person. Blah, blah. blah. Like you can only so do, help. you can only do as much as you can on yes. whatever budget you're on. Like yeah. right mm -hmm. now, like I, you could say I praise dog feeding, like raw feeding, and I understand all the benefits behind it. But right now, like I live like with my roommate, even though I do have a boyfriend, like I live alone with my roommate and I need to pay rent and I need yeah. to pay my car and I need to pay this and I just started a new and, job. And just and because we feel that, you know, the $450 we spend a month is kind of what standard you should be spending. That doesn't mean that that's what people are making. They're not yeah. making enough to spend that, even exactly. though that's what we feel should be spent. Exactly. No. So. And I have, you know, big dogs. And honestly, it's it, it gets a little bit harder. But just I have stopped trying to, like, beat myself up over, like, yeah. you're a bad parent because you're not feeding all of this. And, like, look how they're doing it. And, like, how are they able to do it? And, like, you know, and some people really see it that way like some people mm -hmm. just really get into their heads and it's like oh my god i can't do it like i'm such a runner. and and they they end up wanting to rehome their dogs yeah. and all of these different things and i feel like we all have an idea of what a happy dog should look like and what like uh, you know running through the field and like mm -hmm. and sometimes you live in an apartment and you don't have a backyard for them to run through the yes. field so or, we it, have to get we have to literally load our dogs up multiple times a day to go run them because they're high energy dogs and we don't have a yard. Yeah. Exactly. And here's the deal. If you are feeding your dog, giving your dog water and shelter and love, you are doing everything you need you're to be a, doing. You're a good parent yes. already. Yes. You, know, like you, you can are. micromanage and say, I could do this and it could have been better. And, but you are doing mm -hmm. so much more than that dog probably would have had without you. Yeah. So. Or like being on the street, like there always could be a worse scenario yes. than like yeah. right now. The only thing is that we can focus on what we can do 
to be better, which is something that I feel like you guys do. And I think that's such a cool thing because you do, we we can talk a little bit more about like your website and like what you guys have on your website and Mm -hmm. you know, what you guys sell and like what you guys are trying to do. Um, so like people will know at least, you know, where they can find this information. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I, probably the most exciting thing we launched yesterday is the BK Pet Portal. So it's a $5 a month subscription, and it's, it's essentially going to contain um, 30-second videos of, you know, recipes and mental enrichment tips and tools and stuff. We're also, we have a, a couple vet friends and dog training friends that we're hoping to bring on for some online courses. Mm-hmm. But we're trying to gather all of this information and because our social media is just so random we want to collect it into categories that's that are very easy to digest and like if you're interested in mental enrichment you can go to this course and it'll start with how to begin what tools you would need what foods you would need do this for this size of dog whatever very much in order and like our long-term goal again like this comes down to accessibility and that's like the final decision on everything we do is that's like one of our biggest points is making it accessible. We don't want to like have to charge for this information forever. Like we just need to like get up and get going. And then we want to be able to provide all of this for free because it should be free. It shouldn't be like, I don't know. It Again, be something so else that you need. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. something well, else that you need to What I always for. say is if you're going to get mad at anybody, get mad at social media companies because we're trying to provide all of this information. This is our living and yeah. we don't make enough from social media companies to do this full time. So yeah, we, uh, so everyone should tell companies to sponsor you. Exactly. And then you I mean, get paid and we get free information. So I exactly. think we all win. If companies are listening to this, please take this with a grain of salt and try to hear <laughs> what I'm saying. But like steal from the rich, give to the poor. Companies have the money to, you know, pay us for stuff. So if they can do that, we will offer our information to everyone on every platform in every capacity possible. And yeah. honestly, I think $5 a month is not a big deal. Like, And that's what we thought. You know, if, if $5 a month, if you want that kind of extra content that extra information we're not going to be like producing any less on our regular social media exactly like, yeah it's, it's not changing be, yeah the same amount of information we've been giving it's just like you it's said, like it's well at one point we talked about yesterday we didn't think about was this information we're making in the pet parent portal we don't have to focus on making it um viral virality potential we don't have to focus on the social media aspects we could make it strictly informational you it know is. it's just like literally us in the kitchen yes. and preparing things and close-ups and it's just we're nice. not worrying about it being under 15 seconds no. it's all the information you need mm-hmm. so so yeah, when did you guys start that. your um instagram account or what, what came first instagram or tiktok um so tiktok came first in december 2020 20 2019 this is crazy yeah this is a wild ride this is our literal start so december one of those years um on the 22nd i put out a tiktok we had just started making pet tags and had like two orders a week give or take (laughs) and i put out a tiktok just of a little part of the process and um over the next six days, it got 7 million views. We did $10,000 in sales quit our jobs. and quit our jobs like six days after that video. Stop. It was, it was unreal. Yeah. And so like on Christmas day, I think we had over 150 orders for pet tags. That's so, so it was cool. pretty wild ride. Um, 
So TikTok, I mean, we had an Instagram account as well during that time, but TikTok just really took off. And then our Instagram started to take off and me like, be nice, be I, I got our Instagram say- hacked. Damn Stop. it. So I got an email. It had all of the TikTok branding and it said like log in to get your verification badge, which, you know, at the, well, we, we had, had like 400,000 followers. Yeah. We had a couple like newspaper interviews. Yeah. We were like, it was like very much, you know, in the timing of things. And so it said log in, which I'm still baffled because this was what caused it. But I, they didn't get our TikTok account. They got our Instagram from it somehow. Not exactly sure how that happened, but essentially you can still find that account and it is still located in Turkey because it's still hacked. They literally emailed us and said, hi, I hacked your account. Would you like it back for a thousand dollars? And we were like, why are you, what? This is, is (laughs) we literally were in the middle of a doggy tailgating event. Oh God. Like for the first home football game, because we have, we live in the same town as the only university in Wyoming. So we were like, let's make it a big deal. We bought like, Bush makes these dog the dog, Yeah, like yeah. Yeah, dog yeah. beers. It's just silly stuff like that and had like a little photo booth and like halfway through we couldn't post anymore because we didn't double authenticate. Mm-hmm. So another thing, double authenticate everything. Yep. It's because so annoying, but it's so worth it. We got up to 20,000 followers. 30,000. followers on that account. And completely I mean, you it. guys are at 30,000 followers right now, right? Yeah. So this was September. And it um, took you probably a month to let go. Yeah. I think it wasn't until late September that I finally was like, okay, I'm letting go. And we're going to start a new account. So well, we started a new account. And it was just really weird because we were able to access our Instagram account through Facebook. Facebook business. Like if you have your Facebook and Instagram linked. Mm-hmm. So we were able to like post on the story and be like, we've been hacked, like please unfollow or like tag Instagram and try to get help, which is just useless. Instagram is completely useless. Facebook and Instagram are completely useless when it comes to being hacked. And it's so gross how much we depend on them for this. So, (laughs) but so yeah, so we, they hacked our Instagram, finally gave up on it. And end of September, we started the new account and September until now we've gotten to, I think 41,000 followers. So, I mean, you made it again. We did. And once we hit that 30,000 mark and like pass our previous account, I was like, okay, now we're chilling. Now I don't have to be pissed anymore. <laughs> and like in half the time. Oh, yeah. It's not less. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. But I was kicking the knackers. What was the original question? What came first? What, what oh, came yeah, first? Yeah. TikTok or Instagram? Yeah. 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 So that's where we're at now. That's cool. That's cool. And now you, no wonder whenever you sent me your email, it was like BK shop two. Mm-hmm. And I was like, two. I was well, like, that why one not is just one? because the BK shop was taken. So that one was, it didn't have to do with the Instagram, but the, the original email was not available. Oh, okay. <laughs> you, could, you could have put the BK shop. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Sorry. I was thinking about that. Um, <laughs> that's, that's horrible. Whenever, well, I, I just don't want to go down that wormhole though. Cause Josh was going to say something and like, say something about like how we got our Facebook accounts like closed down, um, by Facebook, but that's, that's a completely other wormhole that I just do not sure. want to go into right now. But, um, yeah, they're completely useless when it comes to like 
Hey, help me. Yep. <laughs> like yeah, so people listening, like, don't so click on links you're not sure of. Check emails if it's not like at the domain of the person you're dealing with. Don't click on it. That Shit's seems whack. like that seems like a very like a thing that would happen to me in like the 2000s that it would be like, "Hey, I'm messaging you through Omegle. <laughs> like, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, yeah. That, that's funny. I remember one of my friends was like, how can I hack this person's like Facebook or like MySpace or I don't know, something like that back in the day. And it was like, oh, you can send them this link. Um, that is like, it, it's, it's something like that. It's something like that, that it's like not like it looks like Facebook, but yeah, it's like Facebook too, or like in. the, yeah, and then you get their login, and then you can, like, log into it. This is seriously one of our biggest fears nowadays is, like, how do we hire – how do we get security for our accounts, for our finances, for our social medias, you know? And, like, we're – one of our first hires will probably be some sort of business security advisor or whatever that position thing. is. Yeah. So, <laughs> scary. Making a position because, honestly, it is. Like, that goes back to how everyone has access to you through social media, like mm – -hmm. For yes. the good and for the bad. And so. that's how we make money. You know, even even when we were selling products, that is the number one source of traffic for Do us. Do you guys still sell, like, dog tags? Or, like, is it just, like, the licking mats? Because I know you guys have lick mats, right? Mm -hmm. Or what is yeah, it that you so guys sell? We, um, we used to sell dog tags. We don't anymore. We um, ended up letting go of our team back in October, just kind of having a shift. And we're realizing most of the stuff we were selling, it was, like, we would buy the products from the supplier at wholesale. We would take the product out of the box and put it into a different box and then ship it to the customer. Yeah. We're like, we just don't need to exist in that capacity. Yeah. So um, we are, I think we currently still have some lick mats listed, but we're transitioning to being just affiliates and not having, not selling any actual products. Okay. But we're doing lots and lots and lots of giveaways with yeah. the product that we have Ooh, left over. I'm yes. interested. I have cats and dogs that would like that. You yep. need to send, you need to DM us your address and we'll send you guys a little, a little BK care packet. Oh, <laughs> that'd be so cute. Actually, Brandy and Diger, Brandy, Diger, and Stutta, which are my dogs and my cat, um, they have an Instagram too. And that's oh, where cool. I started being like on Instagram and you can actually see it on my profile. Like if you guys go into like my personal, I have like linked, they're called pack of the wild. Um, oh. and my dogs have more followers than I do. Like they have almost 3000 followers and I have like a thousand. So yeah, I mean, I have 345 followers on my personal Instagram. So yeah, the dogs are responsible for our success. Yeah. But then people are like, what's BK? Yeah. Because I just, am like not in the videos really. Yeah. People are like, that's what's true. BK that's true. For? And I'm like, you guys should have like a little introduction video for like all my new yeah. followers. Blah, yeah. We should. I was thinking we should also get our, uh, we've been trying to vlog and we've been doing it with YouTube, but I'm realizing that I have such a TikTok 15 second vertical video mindset. Right. It's really hard for me to translate that, but we're trying to get like a, a vertical vlog going daily life. So I think that, that would be cool. That I, I, honestly, as someone that is just like, I don't know. I feel like it came from Vine. You know how with Vine, you would just watch these like yes. short videos and you'd just yep. be on that thing all day until I don't know. Yes. What, I don't know what the hell happened to Vine. Um, I feel like TikTok, that's where they come from. And the thing now is that 
TikTok is kind of like for everyone. Like you find a niche and there's people of all ages, all ages versus like Instagram. I feel like in a way it's a little bit too complicated that a lot of people don't understand how it's like oh post to your story and then post it over here and then send through a private dm and then yeah. call and then share and then you know tag and like well and all these social medias have all the different avenues you know it used to be instagram had posts and it was pictures i don't even know if you could post a video at the no. time it was just i think it was photos. just pictures i think it was just photos. yeah snapchat had stories youtube was the horizontal videos and now it's like tiktok has all um, of the above reg- as the TikToks and live streams and Q and A and you know Instagram's got all that stuff. So I just need them to figure out like what they're gonna do moving forward. Yeah, because it's getting pretty repetitive. And Twitter, okay. Twitter is the same thing. Twitter now has fleets, and then oh, Twitter, Twitter now has uh, this like button where it's like donate to like yeah. your favorite like you can literally so like what they're being cash app too now like yeah. well and have you heard instagram coming out with subscriptions yes yeah and yes. it's like you know we we're charging a subscription now. for our pet portal but it's like as instagram why are you having creators take more money from their audience rather than just paying them out of your pocket and not only that but i am a hundred percent sure that instagram is going to be taking x amount of percentage because they're subscribing through like your instagram they are not gonna not take any money from that (laughs) they're definitely gonna take their cut that is so crazy but i think we're gonna go ahead and cut the episode here we have been going on for about an hour now even though it doesn't i I gotta pee and it does not feel like it's been this long (laughs) even though it doesn't seem like it just that's the beauty of certain podcasts but Um, I am so grateful and so happy that you guys were able to be on this episode with us. I feel like I had been dying to talk about this with like someone and it's just a lot of people just, I I don't know. Like, I just feel like they don't understand me the way like you guys could understand me, you know? Mm -hmm. And (laughs) (laughs) I loved having you guys on. Hopefully we can do a part two. soon maybe once like you guys are moved and you know trying everything else or stuff like that we'll go ahead and and organize that at a at a earlier date or a sooner date but um, seriously message us your uh address i will thank you so much yeah of course yeah we really appreciate it we're very honored (laughs) ah thank you well um, to everyone that's listening, thank you again so much for tuning in to another episode of your favorite podcast in the world. That's just my opinion podcast. We'll go ahead and see you guys next week.